You are listening to Weight Loss Made Real, and this is episode 168. I'm your host, Master Weight Loss Coach and author, Cookie Rosenblum. Today and every Tuesday, I am here to be your coach and your guide to help you end that emotional eating and lose that extra weight. If you just found me, welcome. And if you're a regular listener, welcome back. This is where we talk about your habit of emotional eating, which is the main focus of all the work I do. Right here is where coaching meets psychology and psychology meets brain science. And this is where your problem ends. So get comfy and get ready to be coached. Before we begin, I want to remind you that this episode of Weight Loss Made Real, as always, is brought to you by the Freedom Group. The Freedom Group is a monthly membership for smart women just like you who are ready to stop overeating from stress and from habit and learn how to make space for happiness in their life. You can learn more about the Freedom Group in the show notes of this episode. If you're listening to me in real time when this podcast is released, I want you to know that the Freedom Group is opening for new members this month. Be sure to get on the wait list to hold your spot in the group. You'll find the link to the wait list in the show notes, or you can just go to weightlossmadereal.com slash group. All right, let's get started with your coaching session. Here's what we're working on today. Do you want weight loss, my friend? Well, if you do, you need to really want it. You might think that you already do really want it, but I'm going to explain what I mean in a different way. So let's talk about how you might be thinking about your weight right now. I know that you already think you want it. And probably one of the reasons you think that is that you think about your weight all the time. I get tons of letters from you all talking about your frustration. How can you want something so much and feel like you just can't figure it out and get it? It's a mystery, right? You think about it from morning until night. It's the first thing you think about when you wake up. You think about how good you're going to be today and maybe about what you're going to eat. You think about all the things that you'll encounter today and how you might handle them. You think about how good you're going to be. And then in the evening, you know those moments right before you go to bed, right before you fall asleep, where you kind of review your day in your mind. How did it go? How did you do? And for many of you, the biggest question is always, how did I eat? Was I good or was I bad in my food choices? You know from listening to me that there is no good or bad, but still you might be in the habit of thinking this way, both about foods being good or bad and about you and how your day went as being good or bad. You might think of how you feel in your clothes, whether they felt good and comfortable and helped you feel well put together, or whether they were tight and a constant reminder of how you're doing on this weight loss journey. And with all this thinking about how your day went and how you did, you tend to judge yourself. Sometimes you might judge yourself favorably, like, wow, I only had one slice of pizza at the office party today, or I passed up the birthday cake at that party. But most often, I'm guessing that you judge yourself rather harshly. 
How did you do? Was it a weight loss day or a weight gain day? Did you make any progress or are you stuck? And then that typical self-beating begins. Why, why, why can't you get this? A question that you probably just don't have an answer for. Every day you might feel envy for others who you think don't have a problem. How is it fair that some people seem to struggle with their eating like you and some just don't? What makes them special? How do they do it? And that last question, how do they do it? Well, that's actually a good question because instead of all the other thinking that keeps you spinning and stuck in your own mind, asking how someone does it gets your brain searching for a solution. And so here you are with a puzzle that you want to solve, that you think about in the morning, that you think about during the day, and that you review at night. And this is how you might typically talk to yourself. You know, I work a lot with you and my Freedom Group members on the thinking part of this equation. So here's the question. What kind of thinking actually helps you get what you want? And what's the kind that keeps you stuck? When I say you really need to want this, I want you to understand that. All the women I work with want a solution. They want to end the struggle. And some of them want to lose weight also. Remember that you can have the struggle and be obsessed with food and your weight without necessarily having extra weight. And for those of you who do have extra weight, you might be thinking, oh, I'll take that struggle instead of mine. But struggle and worry about every bite you eat doesn't feel good whether you're carrying extra pounds or not. So depending on what you're thinking, you'll be feeling one of two things. You may feel desperate when you think about dropping the struggle and losing the whole problem, or you may feel determined. Well, what's the difference? Why does it matter? It matters because the feeling of desperation doesn't work. When you feel desperate, you stumble around trying tons of things, not giving anything enough time to work, beating yourself up, being impatient, and basically arguing with reality. Reality shows that if any human being can solve this problem, then you can too. Reality also shows that if you do the right things, starting with how you think even more than how you eat, then it will happen and it will take as long as it takes. Feeling determined, on the other hand, works. And this feeling, determination, it comes from thinking thoughts like, I will do what it takes to get where I want to go. I will not give up on myself. I am willing to do the work. And by the way, doing the work never means, in my world, starving yourself. Remember that. So let me ask you this. Are you wanting it, that weight loss, that relief from living with the struggle day to day, but not willing to do the work? I want you to be honest, because if you are, you need to recognize and acknowledge that this is wishful thinking. It's a little bit like buying that lottery ticket and putting all your eggs in the basket of, what if I win the lottery? All my problems will be solved. No work, but going to the convenience store and buying that ticket, right? For $2, your life will change. The odds of this happening are so minuscule. 
You know that. But you have that unrealistic dream, which is, of course, easier than doing the work and building your own fortune. Now, it's okay to play and buy that lottery ticket, but if you really want a different life, if you really want a different result, then don't stop working. We already talked in another episode about being committed versus being interested in your goal and what you're trying to achieve. So when we talk about being determined and doing the work and working from the inside out, what that means is having an attitude of no matter what. What does this really mean? It means that things will come up for sure. Some are internal from your lower brain, those old habits, getting you to do what you've always done, eating that thing because it looks good, it smells good, and it's available. Are you hungry? No, but oh well, I'm going for it, right? Some are external things, holidays, other people, unplanned eating opportunities, all the things that come up and are little tiny decision points for you. And at those decision points, you choose if you're taking the old path or if you're forging a new path. All those decision points are places to show yourself how much you really, really want to change. I think when it comes to achieving your goal of losing the whole weight and eating struggle, I think it's okay to be a little bit obsessed. I mean a healthy obsession so that you make time to think about and do what you need compared to wanting it, but not giving it a lot of thought. A little bit obsessed means you think and plan ahead. What if this happens? How will I handle that? What if that happens? How would I handle that situation? How and what can I anticipate? This is not work you have to do because someone told you, not even me. This is work you do for yourself because you really, really want that change. Also, you can't just want it. You need to be willing to do what is needed to get it. What does it take? You need to change from thinking that it would be nice if I can do this and have this and instead think, I will do anything for this. And I also want you to have a meaningful why. So what do I mean by that? If you have extra weight to lose, you want to be at a lower number. You want to be in a smaller size body. And those goals are okay. Those whys are okay. But other examples of true meaningful whys are to feel like you're living your best life. Bigger picture to feel like you're living up to your potential, to have a longer, healthier, independent life and room for other things besides thinking about your eating and what you weigh. So what is needed to get to the point where you really, really want something and you're productive about it? Well, what are the steps you need to take to get what you want? Everything you want has a cost. What do you need to do? What do you need to do more of? What do you need to do less of? What do you need to stop doing? What might you have to give up? I want you to know your cost because I want you to be honest about your willingness to pay what it will take. I'm asking you to make an investment in yourself. I know you're worth it, even if you're not sure right now. 
The first step is to make your commitment. That means that you're going to make a decision about what you will do. And then my friend, you need to be all in. No waffling, no in and out. I want you to decide and then take action. When you take action, then you will get feedback from that action. And then you'll make little adjustments and then you'll keep going and move on. What happens when you hit a stop sign? You figure out what happened. You figure out what needs to be adjusted. You look at what other things are that you've accomplished in your life. And you look at what skills you use to accomplish them. Maybe you used your skill of planning. Maybe you used your skill of analyzing what's going on and what needed to change. Maybe you used your skill of being committed and staying the course and not giving up. I also want you to look when you hit a roadblock, when you hit that stop sign, at whether it's an obstacle or an excuse. An obstacle is something that is holding you back from what you want that has a solution. You handle an obstacle by brainstorming. You handle it by trying something and being willing to fall down until you figure it out. You have an attitude of bring it on. Whatever I run into, I can figure out. How do you know what to do? Has anyone ever done this before? Because if they have, you can too. How did they do it? What did they feel? What might they have been thinking? And what's an excuse? An excuse is your reason to give up and you have to check in. Is it valid? Is it real? Or is it just fear? Is it fear of falling or is it giving me a signal that this is just not right? See the difference. Some fear is okay, but you need to push through it. How do you bust through the excuses? What's the best scenario that could happen? What's the worst scenario? What's the evidence for it? And what's the evidence against it? Look ahead, look beyond the roadblock and imagine how you'll feel when you get to the end. Draw upon that feeling of determination and figure out what do I need to think so that I could feel determined. I want you to prove your desire to yourself to show yourself what you're made of. Nobody counts as much as you in this journey. It's your journey. Look at your desire. How much do you want it? Measure that commitment. Are you willing to allow something to throw you off track? And finally, get excited. Positive emotion moves you forward and then you take action. Be determined, my friend. You can do this and you've got to let your attitude be aligned with what you want. So when I ask you if you really want it, the answer needs to be a really strong yes. And then together we will figure out your path to get there. That is it for this coaching session today. What I want you to stay focused on is really deciding and being honest with yourself about how much you really want to end the struggle. Remember that if you'd like help from me to end your emotional eating, the place to get that is the Freedom Group. This is where we can take what we talk about here and personalize it for you on a much deeper level. We're opening soon, so be sure to get on the wait list. Weightlossmaderealcom slash group. 
I do hope to see you back here next week where we will continue to work on your emotional eating and that habitual overeating habit step by step until they both become something that you used to do. We both know that that is your ultimate goal. So for now, this is your coach, Cookie, reminding you that as you search for answers, keep it real, just like you. And I will see you next week.